G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through pod. No, this isn't Breaking Through, is it? This is Breaking in the Making. That's good for me. But it's not really Breaking in the Making because I'm catching up with people that have been on the Breaking Through podcast. I've done that three or four times now and I don't know how many times I'm going to do it. But um, this episode was the first one with this person was two years ago with Tanisha Burnett. How are you going? I'm going very well. Um. Now, I didn't, I don't, I don't know exactly when you were, but like you must have been like between 10 and 20 or something. And I'm now up to like 130. So yeah, well, I think, I think I was 15 because I got a notification literally two days ago that said it has been two years since you on Breaking Through podcast. I mean, that's cool that you get notifications like that. Like I'll take that. Um, yeah. A lot of things have changed. Um, but I remember the main thing, well, there's two main things that I remember, um, from our podcast and that was, um, you wanted to show mental health a lot in your music and you, um, were trying to do music full time. Yes. How'd that go? (laughs) Well, I actually ended up getting, uh, becoming a semi-finalist for the Listen Up Music Festival, which was a mental health music festival. So I ended up writing a song and I got to do the semis and I performed it at the Woolly Mammoth in Brizzy. So I did that, tick. Um, I was doing music full time, but then it just got too hard. It got too hard because the like production and the gear started to get more expensive. And mm. so I had to go back to working at like a cafe. Like I only work Tuesday and Thursday and the rest I do music full time. So it's really not. It's not too far off full time. So but you're yeah, like so semi full time. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. That's, that's right. I could quit the cafe if I wanted to, and just live off gigging on the weekends. But it's just nice to know that I have some shifts. Yeah. Like ticket bye. Um. Yeah. Okay. Then that's basically full time. I was like, yeah. oh, it's two days. That's what. That's fucking nothing. Um. But it has been two years, and that's yes. a long two years. I know how long. Like it feels a lot longer than two years for me. And I, I know I've learned a fuckload in that time. What's the main thing that you've learned in those two years that stuck with you? I think it's just doing things for me now. Doing things because I want to do them and saying yes to every single opportunity that will put me in a better position. Like I, there's, there's been no opportunity that I have turned down in two years. And I think that's a, like why I am where I am and why I have all these bigger opportunities coming for me is because like I just didn't say no like for two years I just did not say no and yeah that's did heaps of things for me and made music for me stopped making music for everybody else and I got places with it so I stuck Mm. with it that's um a a quote from Nick Kelly I don't know if you know who he is um but a quote that he said on the podcast was um don't make any music that sounds like this, sounds like you, sounds like blah, blah, blah. Make music for you. Mm. Make whatever category of music, whatever genre, you. Mm. And yeah. um, it's the best advice I think anyone's ever said on this podcast. Always being selfish with your music is, I think, the most important thing. Now, I know that you. we spoke about your friendship with Bailey Rodriguez last time and um, still love that kid. Nice boy. But you've got a, you've got a, um, you've got a very new... Well, no, it's not that new anymore, but yeah, a new friendship blossoming with um, Dana or Dana. Yeah. How's oh, my that? God. I love her. I love her so much. And, like, she became about, like, so organically and because I was looking for someone to, to track drums. I don't even know. Like, the, my band members were like, oh, Dana's a cool chick. Go, go see her. And then we just, like, caught up and I was like, where have you been all my life? And then... <laughs> 
she was like, we'll talk about music. And then she asked me if I, because I like knew all of her songs off by heart. I was like obsessed. Yeah, she's great. And then she asked me if I would jump on stage with her and do like backings. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, sure. So then I learned all of her stuff and then I did a few. And then now it's just kind of like a thing. Like we, we now do shows together and her keys player is also my keys player. So we kind of all share share band members and share vibes and like she supports me and I support her and it's possibly the coolest friendship that has ever come from the industry I love her so much mm, she's um she has been on this podcast and she is um, a bit of a smart ass which is oh, um, yeah. always good um that, that was a fun podcast of just talking shit um <laughs> that friendship as well but um it's, it's good to get you on this time because um the, I feel like just the timing's just right because you've just released Craving. Um, and I always like seeing your little like playlist that you get on because like the la- last couple of playlists you've gotten on are, like pretty big p- playlists. Yeah. Hey, like, how, how's yeah. it feel to, you know, get on those playlists and, you know, ones that you listen to anyway? It must be hectic. It's, it's like surreal. Like I, I think from where my music was two years ago, it was just like un- an unknown like version of Snisha. And then like my music now is just like so perfect to who I want to be. And like mm-hmm. the production is just so good. And I'm working with so many talented people and, I think you can really see this step up and change since like two years ago. And so to get on playlists, it's just like the icing on the cake and especially R&B playlists, which is where I want to go down. And then getting on like the date night personalized playlist, which is like every single artist that I look up to, to be in that playlist with them. Like I was like staring at the screen for a good five minutes. I was like, is this real? Like, is this isn't real? This is crazy. So it's just, it's a nice feeling because it means I'm doing the right thing. But it also is just like a true representation of how hard I've been working over two years. It's kind of like the you had like a 30-day trial of Tanisha of just like trying things out and now <laughs> yeah. you've like just bought the full membership of like this is this is the full features, this is you have the VIP access. That's, it. That's um, it. And like, fuck, I, like I also get asked like, oh, how, how do I do a good release? How do I do that? And it's like I have no fucking idea. Get playlisted. I don't or know. Do, do like a... Um, I told him mate the other day, it's like, you got to do a, like, do a most uniquely but on brand of your, you know, band release. Like, do a, do a super weird video or do, mm. like, release it in a weird way and then you'll get playlisted or you might not. So, like, it's such a, it's fucking, so it's such a lucky dip. So It's like, just like, and it's, it's all personal preference to who's listening to your music, but also it comes down to being, like, just true. I think if you're just true to who you are and you don't aim to get playlisted, just put it out because you like it. Don't put it out mm. because you want to get playlisted. It kind of just like rolls on. And and I like it's not like I don't work hard. Like I was thinking about this in the car today, actually. All the opportunities that I've had like given to me, it like it hasn't just been like handed to me. Like I've worked really F-A-H. hard. Yeah. I work like and everybody knows me and they're like, you're crazy. Like you don't have a manager. You don't have a label. Like you don't have anyone. And they're so surprised about how I do it and I'm like I just like work hard and love what I do and am really humble and grateful and I think the playlisting and like the radio features and the fans and that that's just all like a byproduct of me being happy and 
like where I'm at and working really hard. Yeah, I th- that conversation of um, like how much luck, uh, how much luck, and how much effort is it? I'd say it's eighty percent effort, twenty percent luck. Yeah, I um, like you've got to put so much fucking work in, and you're not going to see like the the fruits you labour for like at least another you know twelve months, eighteen months down the track. Yeah. Um, and that's super hard to, you know, fucking think of when you, you know, you want to quit or you just want to stop doing it for, I don't know, a month or whatever. Mm. Um, but fuck, definitely heaps of effort. The new Tanisha then, um, obviously it's, um, it is, is it, it is a change of pace. I like your little music videos as well. Like the one in the uh, kitchen and I know. Um, I think, yeah, it's mad. Um, so plans for you for the rest of the year. Oh my um, God. I cannot yeah. wait. What can, what can, well, you're your own manager. Obviously, you can tell me everything. Yeah. So, um, basically, I've just been writing like a heap of stuff. Like, I got festivals coming up and they're hour sets. So, I basically was in the studio and I was just like, pumping out music. And from that, I think I kind of like was like, got into two different genres. So, I've got like R&B, groove, live band genres. But then also tonight, I was in the studio and um, Matt McGuffey and me made like this banging on a dance house track nice. and it's just like both so like at the end of the year i think you can expect like some neo soul some like real r&b groove some live drum kits and then you can also expect like hectic dance tracks i've got some really cool features i have a remix ep coming out like interesting yes, yes like everything <laughs> So it seems like um, are you playing? Oh, what's that festival? It's it's September because Donna's on it. So I'm, I'm springtime fest. I'm guessing you're going to be on stage there as yeah, well. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, I'm super keen for that one. Like free, like down the road. I'm super free. keen. Oh, it's free. Like it's free, guys. It's free. Come along. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I can't. I don't think I've ever been to a festival on the Gold Coast. So um, it'd be interesting. Um. Then I ask this on every pod. If you, by 11.59, December 31, like minute before midnight, and you look back at your ear, what's one thing you, you want to have completed? Can be personal or musical, prefer personal. I think I want to have, so I want to put on an event and I want to be a co-manager for the event. And it's kind of already in the works, so it could happen. But I just want to be able to say like, damn, I put that and hosted that event mm. all on my own. Like for me, it's like not not the music and stuff. Like that is just like a pinnacle of how hard I work and what it is like to be an unmanaged artist. You have to do things for yourself. So I think if I can get to the end of the year and be like, holy shit, you put on that event on the Gold Coast with those mm. bands. Like that would be like the one thing that I'd be like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. As someone that's just had their first event, yeah, it's a, it's like it's a surreal feeling to be like, yep, this is actually you know people have come to you know uh, to an event yeah. that you've organised, so it's mad. Um, and that's doable, but I will be checking. Um, <laughs> Maybe November. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, I'll be checking around late November, early December anyway. Um, and I want evidence and all that type of stuff. Um, just because I'm going to check on everything, and some are funny and some are super hot, so this is going to be interesting. Um, Tanisha, thanks for coming on. And um, probably see it springtime. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I better see you in the crowd doing dancing. <laughs>